Hello, mamas. Welcome back to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. In this episode today, we're going to speak about the power of your words. And I give four reasons why I think it is extremely important that we start being mindful of what we speak of ourselves and our lives. So I hope you're ready for this episode today because I can't wait to get into it. All right, let's go. Hello, mama. Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faith-led mom of two beautiful babies, engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a boxing fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, what's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. All right, so before we get started, I just want to invite you to our Facebook community group of Moms Breaking Chains. It's a free community group if you're wanting to keep updated with the episodes or when I do start doing workshops in there, which will be happening very soon. Coming up, I will be doing some free workshops in that Facebook community group so we can start to move forward in this process, right? With with stepping into your purpose and feeling empowered in these areas that you may be struggling with. So I can't wait to start doing those things for you. All, but also, if you are if you're not on social media and you do decide that you want to get be a part of the community. I also created a Telegram chat, which is an app that you download in your phone. And it's a it's a chat group that I made for Moms Breaking Chains. So you're more than welcome to join us over there. Everything I do in Facebook, I would try to link over into the community, the Telegram chat so that if you want to be off social media, you don't have to be on there necessarily to get our content. So again, uh, Facebook and Telegram chat are both in the links. Also, if you'd like to check out more of what we'll be doing, you can check out my website at momsbreakingchains.com. That's another way that you can get in touch with me. All right, and another thing, if you have been a listener of two or more episodes, I would love if you could please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts to let me know how this show is impacting you or a better way that I can serve you. Um, also, this your reviews not only light me up to see what you think of the show, but it also helps to grow this show so that we can reach other moms all over the world. So if you could please do me a favor and leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts, that would definitely help to grow this show. Thank you so much. And again, none of this would be possible without you. So thank you for being listeners and for letting me know what you think of the show. I truly, truly appreciate it. All right, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. All right, so the power of your words. I think it's very, very important that it's something we start to think about because we don't realize how much power and authority we have in what we speak about ourselves and other people. So I really, really felt that it was important that I made an episode about this early on, especially because I've come around to this realization and I got to say, it's probably been about a good year for me where I've really, really started being intentional about what I speak of myself and what I speak about others. 
I want to get with the first point. So the first thing that, um, the first reason why I feel like it's super important to be mindful of your words because they're so powerful is that you start to believe what you say. So a lot of times we don't think that what we say about ourselves has any impact. Like, you know, and I, and I did this a lot. I would joke about my weight. Like I would secretly throw jabs at myself and like criticize myself about like my weight or that I was dumb, or I would just say stuff like that, you know, and it just kind of in a way where I thought it was funny and it was cute, right? Or like somebody would laugh with me. And, uh, and I started realizing that when I would, even though I would say it and I would laugh about it, when I was caught up in a moment where I was really in my feelings and I was like in a really downward spiral, it's almost like I started to replay those thoughts about what I would say about myself also like not only what I thought about myself but it was like those words sounded different in my mind versus when I was playing around about them and when I was really in a deep feeling about those situations so in other words what I'm saying is that even though I might have said it jokingly one way when I was in a downward spiral in an area of my life those words had a whole different meaning to me but because they were coming out of my mouth and in my head I was like, wow, I was, I felt like I was really believing that now that I told you, I'm starting to learn more about, you know, the word of God. Like I've started getting more and more tied into that. I've come to know God from a different place, you know, because growing up, I didn't, um, I always knew about prayer, but I didn't necessarily know as much as I'm learning now. Like, and I'm grateful for that because I've been on this journey for about four years where I really started getting intentional about learning what God actually speaks about us. So well, I say that to say that believing what you say about yourself, I wanted to start kind of shaping how I say things because I wanted to know, is this in alignment with what God thinks about me, right? Again, being you start believing what you say. So being mindful of what you speak about yourself and over yourself, okay? The second thing is being careful about the things that we say to our kids. We think that the words don't hurt them, but I've come to learn that the words are actually more painful than the action of it. If I ever got spoken things over me like that I was stupid or what was wrong with me or, you know, things in that manner, I noticed that those caused more of an effect on me because it's like I felt those things would replay in my head later. You know, are you stupid? Are you, you know, so I started being mindful of man, you know, those words hurt me growing up, you know, about the things that were said over me. And it necessarily wasn't just parents, right? Like maybe even just people. I think that, you know, we tie it to just our children and the people at home. But what do we speak about other people? What do we speak in circumstances? And I'm about to get into that in the next one. But for this one, it's like, what kind of seeds are we planting into our kids? What do we say to, about our kids? What do we speak over our kids when they're doing things that we necessarily don't like them to do? Are we calling, are we name calling them? Are we saying things that we're going to regret later? You know, so it's just about being mindful because a lot of times you cannot take that, those words back. As a matter of fact, you cannot take those words back. If you say something extremely hurtful to your children, something so insulting and degrading, I don't care how many times you say sorry, you're going to keep that in, in your kid's mindset. So I think it's extremely important that, you know, we're careful with what we say to our children. And I'm speaking of myself here too, right? Like being careful about what we say to our children and how we speak over them because we're planting seeds into them. They're little. I don't care how small they are. They're small enough to understand. I want to tell you something real quick. I had a memory. Um, I have I have this vivid memory when I was in this apartment with my parents. And I was really little. And I just remember like being on the floor of the wooden floor. And I was like grabbing a certain book. And I just 
I remember though, like I remember seeing the kitchen. I remember seeing the floor. I remember there was a certain set of stairs down the side. And I told my mom about this. I said, mom, do you remember, you know, this, this? And she's like, how do you remember that? And she's like, you were, you weren't even two years old yet, you know? But I remember the atmosphere in the home. You know, I remember the kitchen. I remember like the book that they gave me. And I still have that book, which is so interesting. But I remember seeing the book and I remember the stairs. I remember some conversation of my brother and my, and my sister when they were little, because they would play pretend and they would play with those stairs. And see, I remember those things. And my mom being like, how did you remember that? You weren't even two. I remember those things, you know? So I say that to say that as little as we think our kids are, you won't, you'll be surprised how much they can remember and how much they're going to absorb. And in early stages like this, they're sponges. They soak in everything. So what we pour into them, is it going to be good? Is it going to be fruitful? Or are we going to be speaking words of discouragement into them of you can't do it of limitations what are we speaking into our children because it's powerful it's so powerful and we remember that kids tend to remember that the most i know i did you know i remember more of the words that were said over me more so than anything else you know so it's just extremely important i just want you to be mindful of that the third thing is i'm the to kind of piggyback this off the second one is that you can speak life or death into your uh, your circumstances. So with your mind, with your words, this is also tied to what I'm learning about the word and what God says about us and the authority that he's given us is that what we speak over our circumstances is extremely powerful. Like what are we speaking over it? Are we speaking defeat? I can't do it in possibility. Are we speaking like possibility these circumstances they're gonna get better like and and one thing that i learned in my recovery process that the relationship we have with others is a reflection of the way that we view ourselves right i also started kind of learning like even my relationships out with maybe co-workers with friends with family like what kind of a relationship what kind of things do we speak out there it's sort of like you know you know how they would say like you point that one finger three point back at me well it's true in this aspect because we start kind of seeing how the way we view others the way we think of others, the way we speak about others points back into how we're thinking about ourselves. Chances are that if I'm coming off this nice, I just got my spirit fed, I feel good. Like I'm not going to jump on and start talking bad or, or throw myself into something negative. Chances are I'm going to want to keep that energy and keep myself like in a good place where I feel like, you know what? I want to do better and be better, right? So what I'm saying is like based on how we feel about ourselves is how we're going to start speaking about others and what situation are we bringing into our life? Like what kind of circumstances are we bringing? If there's something that, you know, maybe is coming down the pipe and, you know, we understand that it's going to bring us some fear. Are we looking at it as something that we can face, that we can walk through, that we're going to be able to see the light on the other side? Or are we speaking as in like, this is impossible, I'm going to run from it, you know, this. And you know what? That's where courage comes in, right? Because courage is still facing your fear regardless how scared you are. Okay, that's the difference between that. Because when we're just in fear, it's like, are we going to let it paralyze us? Are we going to step forward courageously to walk into what we're supposed to be doing regardless how it feels, right? And that's pretty much what this whole process of recovery has been for all of us. If you're in a process of recovery and you made the, that decision to stop and put down what you were doing, regardless what form your addiction came in, because we all know that it's tied to some kind of feeling regardless, 
you made a courageous decision to do something different with your life. So because you didn't feel good and maybe you spoke some things like I can't do this, your actions showed that you could do it. And somewhere in there in your vocabulary, you told yourself you could do it, right? So I'm saying that to say that you spoke some kind of life into your situation, whether you feel it or not, (laughs) whether you're sitting in your feelings and you don't feel good about yourself, somewhere down the line, you spoke some life into your situation because you knew that if you let go of that stronghold of that addiction that was holding over you, you're going to know that there's going to be something different, that there could be something different on the other side, right? And what it is, you don't know, but you stepped out courageously. So speaking those kind of words into your situations, like God, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm going to put my trust in you because your plans for me are so much bigger than my own and better. Right. And turning it over like my will has not worked for me. So I do things like that. So I started learning how to speak about what I say about myself. Right. Especially like when I'm speaking negative things about myself, I have to be careful because not only that, here's a very another important point that I forgot to mention in the first one. You set the tone for how others are going to treat you. You speak to yourself, you're a nobody. Well, guess what? You're giving permission for people to speak to you like you're a nobody. So how are you speaking about yourself? How are you speaking to yourself? What are you? What kind of permission are you giving to others to speak to you in that way? So I just want you to sit on those things for a bit because we can't be like, oh, I deserve all this respect, but like I'm gonna be the first one to be beating myself up and beat myself with the bat. You're you're setting that pace for everybody else. Like you are the example of how you want others to treat you. So how do you speak about yourself? How do you carry yourself? Right. The last one is. That more than likely, a lot of the things you're saying about yourself or about your circumstances could have been coming from misinformed people. And what I mean by that is that maybe somewhere down the line, again, I I always go back to this, right? I talk about that misinformation for misinformed people. So somewhere down the line, whether it was your parents, it was a teacher, it was somewhere down the line, a friend, a group of bullies, whatever, somewhere down the line, somebody told you something about yourself that you believed. And for a long time, you carried it because you thought that that was the truth over your life. You might have thought that, well, you know what, if I don't do it this way, then I'm going to be like this. Or, you know, because my parents are this, I'm going to be this too, right? Like, I can't give my kids a different life because all my life, all my generations, I've heard from great, great, great grandma, we were all addicts, we were all this, right? Like, we start going into that mindset of, oh, well, that's that's going to be my life. Well, where did you get that information from? And where did that person get that information from? And where did that person get that information from, right? And the chances are that you're going to lead it back to a place and a person where they probably did not know or know any better of what they were speaking of, right? And it's not their fault, right? Because again, we start to, some kind of seed was planted into them and some kind of seed was planted into that person. And then you, you get the picture, right? It goes on and on and on. And guess what we're doing? We're planting those seeds down a generation from something that God has never said about us, right? Because the first person that might have started that may have gotten their information from somewhere wrong. I think about that game, you know, where we, you know, as kids, I don't know if you ever played that game in the classroom where the teacher goes and whispers something in one kid's ear. And by the time it starts hitting everybody's ear at the last person, when they have them repeat what that, what the person told them chances are that it comes out completely different than what the teacher had originally said so I think about that game how every time it's hitting somebody's ear somebody's either hearing wrong somebody's interpreting it wrong or somebody is saying something wrong that never was spoken and because of that by the time it hits that last person 
it's completely wrong in what that what originally the teacher had said about her, right? Or that person. So I think about it the same way. Think of all those kids as generations in your family. Something was spoken over that generation, right? And it could have been anything. It could have been one person or it could have even been what God has spoken about your generation. But by the time it hits all these generations and everybody has put in their own little tweak and their own interpretation, guess what it's done? By that last person, it's completely misconstructed everything that has been spoken about that family and that the truth. So I think of it in that same way, right? What are we saying about ourselves? What are we interpreting about our circumstances? Like if there was that much power and something getting changed and tweaked like that, well, why can't we have that same kind of power and authority over the next generations to come, right? Why can't we be the ones to stop all the negative talk and all of the, the you can't do this, the defeated mentality. Like we have the same authority to do that for our generations to come, right? Somewhere along the line, like we, that's what I say, like we can be the chain breakers, right? We can break free from the old mindset, the old bitter, harsh words spoken over us, you know, and it's going to take some work. I'm here to tell you, it's going to take some work. It's taking a lot of work and it's going to continue to take a lot of work because we're going to have to undo a lot of the things that we were taught to have to unlearn, to relearn, to step forward, to step into what God has spoken about us, about our family so that we can reshape this generation. But we have that ability to, we really do. We have the ability to do that. What we're speaking into our children, they can speak into their children and then their children and then their children, right? Like we can continue that path. And so I think there's just so much power in our words and what we speak over because our words can truly speak life or death. All right. So a quick recap of what I just said. So the first one is you start to believe what you say. So being careful of what you say about yourself because you'll start to believe it, right? So you speak that into you. The second one is the seeds that you plant into your kids. What kind of stuff do you speak over to your children? Or is it of encouragement, you know, uplifting? Or is it about discouraging impossibility? What kind of things do we say? The third one is you can speak life or death into your situation. So what are you saying about your circumstances? Are you speaking as if like, I can overcome this. I can get to the other side. I can step in it courageously. Or are we still speaking that we aren't, you know, we, we're not capable of going through it. The fourth one is the misinformation, right? From misinformed people who told you what you say about yourself, who told you what you speak over your children, where did you get that information from? And can you reshape that to line it with what God has spoken about you and your family? All right, mamas. And I hope that you and your family have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. I hope that y'all are filled with joy, spending time together, you know, soak up all these moments with your beautiful children. And I'm just excited. I'm excited for what the future has to come for, you know, we're almost ending in 2021. So I'm always excited about what God has in store for all of us. So and for, you know, for the new year to come. But anyways, I just, you know, I bless you. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas to you and your wonderful family. Bye bye, mamas. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much, mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, mama. Bye-bye. Happy day. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.